Investors should consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses carefully before investing. For a prospectus or summary prospectus with this and other information about the fund, please call 855-427-7360 or visit the website at strivefunds.com. Read the prospectus or summary prospectus carefully before investing because investments involve risk and principal loss is possible. Okay, hiring should always be based on merit, not race, not sex, not politics. Unfortunately, a large financial firm, many of them, most of them, are using your money to force companies like Apple and Home Depot to adopt Racial equity audits. That means it's not merit. This is going to destroy these businesses. But here's the good news. It's your money that you have in investment. And our friend Vivek Ramaswamy's new firm Strive has just launched Strive 500 on the New York Stock Exchange under the ticker STRV. Invest. Please look into this and invest if it strikes you as making sense. That All they're doing is taking your voice through your shares and saying to these companies, stop this nonsense. We as shareholders demand that you hire on merit and stop all this woke bullcrap. Find out information, call 855-427-7360 or go to strivefunds.com. It's STRV on the New York Stock Exchange. week for uh, Governor DeSantis. He's going to be a little busy. Several Florida counties uh, have issued evacuation orders now. Uh, Tampa has not had a direct head-on hit in, uh, what, 100 years? And it's a very low-lying place. We'll get all of the details and be watching this, Florida. Um, How is the government, the United States government, deciding where to go and how to help? It's called the Waffle House Index. We'll tell you all about it and so much more in 60 seconds. First, nothing more frustrating than having your identity stolen online. By the time you even figure it out that it's happened, some cyber criminal could be so deep in your personal information that they could steal everything from you. So you've got enough to worry about, enough on your plate. Please just hire somebody just to take care of this. Somebody who is watching all the time. Now, nobody can watch everything and catch everything because it's constantly evolving, this crime. But LifeLock is the best of all identity theft, anti-identity theft uh, measures that you can take. Not only do they have the preventative measures to keep you safe, but also access to a restoration team if you do end up having information that is hacked into. So join now, save up to 25% off your first year with the promo code BECK, promo code B-E-C-K. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK or lifelock.com. Use the promo code BECK and save 25%. Okay. So what is the waffle? Did you know this, Stu? The Waffle House uh, measurement? 
No, I did not. Yeah. So the Waffle House Index. Now, think of think of the government and all of the resources that they have. What is the best way, Kojaks, what is the best way yeah. uh, to be able to um, know if an area has been hard hit? All the government assets, they call Waffle House. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. They call Waffle House, the Waffle House Index, and here's how it goes. Green, they call up and say, how you doing? They label that area green if Waffle House has a full menu, restaurant has power, and damage is limited or no damage. Okay? Mm -hmm. So it's green. Yellow, limited menu, no power or only power from a generator or uh, food supplies might be low. And red is the restaurant is closed. Okay? That's how our government decides where to go. I mean, one of the ways. They call Waffle Houses. Mm. These are the people that we count on. For all <laughs> I don't know. It's better than most of their other uh, ideas. No, it's, I mean, but you think of, you know, the federal government, uh, you know, a private business, they don't do anything right. Really? FEMA uses Waffle House to help them with hurricanes. FEMA. Waffle House. <laughs> Let me, ay, ay, ay. This could be a bad week for Ron DeSantis. I mean, this if this is really bad uh, and he's not prepared for it, it could backfire on him. These are the kinds of things that, you know, Hurricane Katrina and George Bush, these are the kinds of things that uh, don't look good. And you have a press, just like George Bush did with Katrina, you have uh, a press that wants him to die. <laughs> so they're not going to, and, and the White House is not going to be responsive to Florida. You think the White House and FEMA going to be, you know, right on their toes? Mm, that's a really good, I, it's, there's a, a really weird political thing that's going to go on throughout this. And right? we've never seen it before. If FEMA is political at all, hopefully it will be the death knell of this kind of system. Because it's, it's if they are putting people's safety um, under political gain, that's really bad. And this is the accusation essentially with Chris Christie, remember? Yeah. Uh, with his whole thing where he was uh, doing sh some shenanigans behind the scenes no, to punish his political enemies. Yeah. Uh, that was the accusation at the time. But, I mean, you look at this situation, obviously, number one is the, the tra potential tragedy we're looking at. I mean, with how low Tampa is and, and the potential of a direct hit and all the bad things that could happen there with the storm sort of sitting over the, the city for a, you know, a full day, potentially. At least that's what they're predicting. Uh, the water situation is going to be really problematic. So that's obviously number one. But when you look beyond that for the rest of the country who maybe isn't going to be facing the storm directly, the DeSantis part of this is really interesting. We've seen uh, storms and how you handle a storm make or break politicians' entire careers. And something that's this big with a, a national uh, political and uh, resource base that is completely opposed to everything Ron DeSantis stands for and has incentive to destroy him. 
uh, it's going to be a fascinating thing to watch. I mean, you hope the better angels uh, wind up winning out and, and people look at uh, what needs to be done for actual citizens instead of politics. But would you put it past anybody no. in Washington, D.C. to use this as a political? No, and it definitely wouldn't for the media. That's exactly what they did with George Bush. Yeah. George Bush tried to get them to evacuate New Orleans. Mm-hmm. You know, he was like, look, what do you need? This is going to be bad. Everybody knew that that was going to be bad once you. We did a show a year before Hurricane Katrina, almost to the exact day. Yeah. And Um, I said it was I counted down the top 10 most dangerous cities and everybody thought it was going to be New York because of terror or uh, somewhere in California because of earthquakes. Yeah. was the other big one. And it was a shock to most people. I said the most dangerous city in America is New Orleans. Because since the 1950s, they've been taking federal money to, you know, build up the defenses against a bad hurricane. But if a bad hurricane hits them directly, they're sitting in a bowl and it will be an an epic disaster. No, that's crazy. Glenn Beck has conspiracy theories. A year almost to the day, a year almost to the day. And we knew what happened. And the Democrats there in uh, New Orleans rejected George Bush's offers. And so then what? The media blames him and says he didn't because they didn't want to go against the Democrats. So it's George Bush. He didn't do enough. He. <laughs> yes, he did. Yes, he did. And just some advice to Ron DeSantis. If it, even if tempted. Don't say anyone's doing a heck of a job. That's the one thing you can't say, because that's what they beat George W. Bush up about. He said one of his guys, ah, he's doing a heck of a job. And then obviously they found out later, maybe the job wasn't so wonderful. And there was a more heck in it yeah. than, than job. <laughs> and yeah. so then they just blame. Mm. Again, this stuff all always tragedy always used for politics and financial gain. And this is an opportunity for people. We saw the huge, we've been talking about it this week of the $250 million stolen from just by just one charity during the pandemic time. Some of the reporting on this has been fascinating. And of course I, you know, I, I didn't look, follow all the, these programs closely, but I guess there was one program where if you applied to it, they just give you $10,000 just oh for the my. application. Oh, my gosh. So basically, the idea was they didn't, even if you got rejected for the actual program, they just let you keep the $10,000. So people were just applying under different names over and over and over again and getting $10,000 a pop, just flooding into their own personal bank accounts. And even if their their application later was, okay, this is obviously not a real business or it's not a real need, they'd still get to keep the $10,000. That's how the program was set Why up. Why didn't I know about that? I know. Why don't the average people know about these things? It's only just the bad criminal people. There's there's some great reporting on this. I think it was the New York Times who had it, which which they had rappers who were doing this and rapping about how they were scamming these particular programs using the real names of the programs okay, so in I, the raps. I would just say, I need to listen to more rap music. <laughs> the second thing is, I would just say, you're there's something missing in your, your dark, sinister plan mm. when it involves filming yourself doing it and putting it on Facebook or writing a song about it. Well, and see, normally I would agree with you yeah. on that analysis because that's a good point, right? <laughs> it's a good I gotta say, tip. just off- hey, let did we wipe down all the fingerprints? Yes, we did. 
Were any of you clowns videotaping us doing it and thinking about posting it online? Well, kill him. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a pretty easy it's thing. It's a great point. And yeah. normally I would be completely on board with your point. However, you have to understand this is the federal government we're talking about. So the, the fallout from this is what the federal government has realized is it costs more than $10,000 to prosecute any of oh these people. So what so the so what they're doing is just saying, well, if it was only the 10,000, we'll just let them go. They have no record of anyone being prosecuted for just keeping the $10,000. Oh, I'm so mad. How did we not know about How this? How did we not know? Come on. We should have been able to, I mean, we could have collect. we could have made See, lots of funny names it. up to collect I the $10,000. I wouldn't have done it because I would, of course, go to prison. They'd be like. Yes, you'd be the one guy. He took prison. a dollar. <laughs> he took a dollar. Life in prison. Life in prison. It's true. Uh, that is true. And, and Fetterman would be like, you know what? I agree with that. One. Right. Uh, so. <laughs> Oh, we live in very screwed up times. Oh, we sure do. Oh, by the way, um, you know, and I think everybody is onto this. I think everybody is onto this. I used to say at Fox, they self-diagnose all the time. Whatever they accuse you of doing, they're doing, right? And I think everybody is onto that, right? Mm. I mean, well, not every. People in this audience are onto them, okay? Anybody who's paying attention. Listen to this. A, an advisor to President Joe Biden said the MAGA Republican agenda was essentially to destroy the United States of America. Mm. There is. Listen to this. I mean, if it's not, if it's not, I'm rubber, you are glue. There is a MAGA Republican agenda that gives no consideration to the rule of law. It has no respect for a woman's right to choose. They want to defund the FBI. There's a MAGA Republican agenda that thought it was okay to attack our nation's capital. I think it will always be important to call out any effort there is to destroy, essentially destroy the United States of America. So wait, wait, wait. There's no constitution. Really? They want to destroy the constitution? Because I, again... I think it's just the opposite. If there's not a clear agenda by this administration to burn everything to the ground, our history, our families, our children, our schools, our businesses, our bank accounts, our judicial system, our police system, our military, our, our relationship with other nations— our economy, our U.S. dollar. I mean, do you say our border? No, our border. Mm-hmm. Everything, everything they are all in on destroying. You keep using this word. I do not think it means what you think it means. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Now I'm going to say something that is crazy. It's absolutely crazy, but you're going to agree with it. Ah, remember when, remember the days when we only had to worry about impeachment? Those were the days. They don't come back. (laughs) 
Remember the days? I mean, we just worried about impeachment, but we all had jobs. The economy was really, really good. Gas prices were really low. <sighs> Those are the good days. Anyway, um, it's, uh, it's likely to get worse before it gets better, but just prepare for it. If you prepare now, if you know it's coming, you're ahead of most everybody else. Call American Financing if you are having a problem right now with your finances. They may be able to help you. They've been helping people with like you with uh, loan options for over two decades now. They actually care about saving you money and helping you save money. This is a family-owned and operated uh, business. Incredibly important right now for you to talk about your finances with an expert who knows. What are your credit cards uh, charging you every single month? That number is going up. How much are you paying out to the bank, to the people who are bankrupting us? It's American financing. They don't work for the banks. They work for you. Even if you just are trying to get your credit score up, I think they can help you. Call them. American financing at 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. Americanfinancing.net. 10 seconds. Station ID. Oh, my. Wow, I, I, I'm speechless. I don't know what to say. I'm so afraid. Tomorrow, the January 6th committee is holding likely its final public hearing. Look out. Truth is about to come out. What will we do without it? I don't know. I won't know how to behave or how to live, quite honestly. Newsrooms will be really out of luck because it's been 80% of their programming for the past six months. So let me give you you this. Um, Pro-life advocate, Mark, I think it's Hawk. Do you know? Hoke? Hawk? Hawk. Um, He's the guy who... Took his son out and they pray the rosary and they, you know, uh, pray in front of abortion clinics and try to talk people out of going in for an abortion. Well, there was a confrontation months ago and this guy is known as a faller. What, what was it? A flopper. A flopper. That, a flopper. That's the that's the the rumor. Yeah. That he uh, and flopper like a, a basketball term like LeBron James. You know, he's this guy, he's 265 pounds, and some little tiny guy bumps into him, and he falls back like he's been hit by a train. Oh, my God. Right. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's the accusation. So this guy had to pay, be taken to the hospital. So I don't know all the details on, on the guy who fell. But the the word is this guy has, he. this is what he does. Um, and he was screaming at uh, Mark's son. And Mark was, he's, he's a peaceful guy. He pushed him away from his son. The guy fell down, had to be taken. So they charge this guy, the flopper charges, uh, Mark, um, and says he, you know, assault and battery and whatever that nothing came of that. And then they decided to use the face law and we're going to get into this here in a second, but the face law does not apply the charges, all charges were dismissed all charges were dismissed then for some reason this little local story made its way up to the justice department and the fbi got involved now again this doesn't fit the face act 
But the FBI decided they were going to charge him with the FACE Act. Now, his attorney will tell us here in a minute the whole timeline and the whole story, uh, at least from their point of view. I want to be fair to the agents of the FBI. Um, Apparently, uh, Mark said, I will go to the FBI and anything you need, you need to talk to me, you need testimony, you need an affidavit, whatever. We're here. Okay, just let us know. He said that three months ago. The FBI never took him up on that. Instead, at 7.20 in the morning, they decided to send in a whole bunch of FBI with guns a-blazing and uh, just pound on the door until he opens it up, then arrests him in front of his children with his children with having guns in their faces. Th- that? Instead of just asking this guy to come in, this is exactly what they did to Donald Trump. He was willing to talk, willing to work. What are they doing? They are sending a message. They are declaring war on anyone who steps out of line. If you are a pro-lifer, this could happen to you. Now, the question is, are you still willing to do it? Are you still willing I I think about this all the time. You know, you call, you know, you order something from, you know, my store. And I don't even know what I have in my store. But you order something from glenbeck.com. You're on a list, man. You're on a list. And that happens with, with everybody. You're on a list. If you are talking about me or, you know, or Ben Shapiro or any of us, you're doing it online, you're on a list. Now, how far down that list do you want to go? Do you own guns? Are you willing to still do the things that you believe in? This is where we're at now. Are you still willing to stand? Because there will be a price. If the Republicans don't win the House and the Senate, but definitely the House... You are going to see Americans hassled like you've never seen before. Are you willing to be peaceful and continue to stand up for what you believe in? Every every person needs to answer that. You need to answer that for you and your family. As for me and my family, I know who we serve. Yes, we'll stand. The Glenn Beck Program. So Megan wrote in about her experience with Relief Factory. She says, I was in a horrible car wreck, left me with shooting pains down my neck and my back. It got to be so bad that I was having to go to a chiropractor almost every single day. Then I heard about Relief Factor and ended up trying it. Within two days, my pain began to subside. And within a few weeks, I was completely back to normal. Thank you. Relief Factor is not a drug. It was developed by doctors, and it has four key ingredients that fight inflammation. That's the source of most of our pain that we deal with. The three-week quick start developed for you is only $19.95. It's a dollar a day, like a trial pack, and hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor, and about 70% of them have gone on to order more. It says a lot. It's relieffactor.com. I want you to call now. 800, the number four relief, 800 for relief. Get the 1995 three week quick starts developed just for you. 
You can get it at relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com or 800, the number four relief. Relief Factor. Feel the difference. Jason Whitlock, Mark Levin, Stephen Crowder, and so much more. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. So we've been telling you this week uh, about the story of the pro-life activist that the FBI raided his house at 720. But we don't we don't know all of the story because the FBI, of course, we can't discuss ongoing investigations. Uh huh. Uh, and so we have not talked to the family, but we have very good um, connections and, and people who we know who have talked to the family. So we wanted to get their attorney on today, Peter Breen. He is uh, with the Thomas More Society, vice president, senior counsel, uh, and find out the entire story. Peter, how are you, sir? I am doing great, Glenn. I'm looking at Independence Hall in Philadelphia. Uh, wow. So glad to be on site here for the arraignment today. Okay, so tell me, tell tell us a story and give us the timeline. Well, in in October of last year, uh, there were uh, you know they were outside of the Planned Parenthood here in uh, in Philadelphia. Uh, there was an abortion escort, a gentleman named Bruce Love, seventy two years old, known for having a pretty foul mouth, uh, and he's out there on the sidewalk. Our protagonist, uh, Mark Houck, he is uh, he is the pro-life sidewalk counselor. He's there with his 12-year-old son as well, who's praying on the sidewalk. And uh, you know they're having a, a normal day, except that uh, Mr. Love approaches and starts harassing the 12-year-old son. Uh, words exchanged, alter- altercation ensues, and uh, you know Mr. Love claims to be a victim now, uh, having despite the fact he was an aggressor on this. Okay, so he went and he started something with the son. The father steps in and is like, "Hey, back off, back off, my son." Yeah. And he, right, like any any good father would do. Okay, so he he pushed him, or how how did? Well, there was well, and and, and certainly we're we're going to contend that uh, it was all defensive and that Mr. Love's the aggressor. Uh, the other side, you know, Mr. Love says he was the victim. Uh, you know, he ended up on the ground, was there for about three seconds, popped right back up. Uh, claims he had a scrape on his arm uh, from falling. So, uh, but uh, you know, it's the sort of thing you'd say, well, if a crime was actually committed, then take it to the DA and, and charge it. Well, uh, Mr. Love took it to the DA. DA didn't, didn't prosecute. And this is the Philly DA. This isn't uh, some sort of pro-life activist. Right. Uh, and then Mr. Love continues. He makes a private criminal complaint, which apparently you can do in Pennsylvania. And the state courts eventually throw it out. Mr. Love can't be troubled to show up for the hearings uh, for his own criminal complaint. And now, of, of course, uh, Mark Houck, he shows up uh, faithfully, and so they throw the case out. We were actually considering filing an abuse of process lawsuit against uh, uh, Mr. Love, and then all of a sudden we get this target letter from the United States Attorney's Office for the Eastern District of Pennsylvania. Uh, that was in May of this year. Uh, saying that they're investigating our client for uh, apparent violations of the Freedom of Access to Clinic Entrances Act, the Federal Face Act is what but, we call it. But he wasn't. Right. No, I mean, uh, it, it's it, 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 the funny thing about this is in this very district, 
we won a case three years ago on this same set of facts where you had the pro-life sidewalk counselor and the abortion escort. They have a little back and forth. They joust a bit and, and, you know, physical altercation, but no one's hurt. It, it just, this, this sort of thing happens very occasionally when you're in very close proximity on the sidewalk. Uh, so we won this case three years ago. Our attorney sends a letter. So, so the, the target letter to, to Mark Houck says, we'd like to talk to your attorney. Well, we respond in writing. We have a, a it was a, a senior experienced former federal prosecutor uh, representing Mark and uh, says, hey, by the way, you don't have a case based on the, the, the decision we just won three years ago in this district. And if you are going to indict regardless, we will present our client. Please just send us a summons and we'll bring him. So we did that in June, made phone calls to the U.S. attorney. Nothing returned. The next we hear is this last Friday afternoon or Friday morning, your client's in custody. Uh, so that is where, uh, where things were with the U.S. attorney. They sent 20. It was interesting. Uh, uh, Ryan Marie, who's uh, Mark's wife, she thought she saw 25. The FBI came back and said it wasn't 25. It was no more than 15 or 20 heavily armed <laughs> federal agents. Yeah. And, and, and she had called them a SWAT team because uh, she's a lay person. She said, I, I, I don't know the difference between a SWAT team and a bunch of heavily armed, armored and, you know, shield bearing uh, federal agents. I, I didn't realize there was a difference, but I guess there is. Uh, and so, yeah, uh, they had guns drawn and pointed at Mark in front of his wife and their seven children. Uh, so that whole show of force was done against a man who was not a drug lord, not a mafia boss, but instead a law-abiding pillar of the community whose attorney said, we'll bring him in if you decide to charge, even though you have no case. Uh, so that's where we are. So how did this get to the, uh, to the feds? How do you suppose? <laughs> Well, I mean, it's a I, pretty small, you know, case here that was thrown out. It, 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 well, I am assuming that Planned Parenthood had something to do with it because I, I, I'd imagine Mr. Love has not got enough pull with uh, Maine Justice to get this done. And, and that was something we found out on Friday, the press release uh, from the, the DOJ. Normally they would do this through the U.S. Attorney's Office locally. Well, they noted they did a press release out of Maine Justice in D.C., and they noted the trial team is going to be led by a D.C. Department of Justice lawyer. Uh, so you, you start putting all this together and you go, how did they send 20 heavily armed federal agents out to this peaceful man's house? How do you get lawyers from Maine Justice coming into to Philadelphia? And uh, all you can do is say, well, this is being directed at a very high level within the uh, Department of Justice. Does the did the attorney general himself approve the raid? I don't know, but certainly one of his top lieutenants would have. So Planned Parenthood says they have a tape. Have you seen it? You know, I, I have seen and we've got some evidence we're putting together. Uh, some of it we can show some of it. We can't because, I, you know, the way we just dis, we discovered it. Uh, everything I've seen uh, substantiates our claim, which is no federal violation happened here. And that Mr. Bruce Love was the aggressor. Um, can you tell me, uh, because I've had questions, I understand this, but for people who don't, who are not necessarily the people who go out and, and uh, stand in front of abortion clinics may not understand, why would you bring your son to, to a place where you think there might be an altercation? Well, 99.9% .9 of the time, there are no altercations. Uh, and it, it's the sort of thing where uh, folks, people of faith, pro-life 
folks uh, bring their families at times to pray in front of the abortion clinic. Uh, this is a, a, a great injustice of our time. Uh, these folks right, rightly believe uh, we've had this dispute uh, for 50 years in this country. And, and uh, you know, sometimes you bring your kids. And so uh, you certainly don't expect a 72-year-old foul-mouthed man to, to harass and intimidate your 12-year-old child. I mean, a, a 72-year-old man should know better than to do that. Uh, so that really normally, these things don't normally happen. They very occasionally happen. But remember, there are what, many hundreds of abortion clinics across the country and folks outside them on a regular basis every day. So we look um, at the different things that have happened, uh, justice being called, you know, on parents that disagree. Uh, now this, we, um, uh, we also have FBI agents who are now testifying that they came out and they s- tried to speak out and whistleblow and that they're not being fired. They're being, they're being destroyed um, by, the, uh, by the Justice Department. Is there any step beside just getting this dismissed that should be done to get the Justice Department in line? Is there any step you guys can engage in? We we are going to use every tool within our process here to get justice for Mark and his family. Uh, I have already seen a number of uh, congressmen and senators who are making noise about bringing Merrick Garland Garland in to, to answer for this. And really, he needs to. Uh, and I, I can't imagine that those 20 whom I presume to be just perfectly dedicated, regular federal agents, I can't imagine they were excited about being called out to a peaceful man's home, guns drawn on him to, to drag him out of it, you know, to have him pound on his door, bring him out of his house while he's trying to enjoy his morning coffee. Uh, you know, this is, I would hope there are going to be some whistleblowers, whether on this raid or, or, you know, in some of these other circumstances, that the Congress maybe can uh, can use their power to be able to get more of the story. And is there any what would let's say the the face which is blocking the entrance uh, of a abortion clinic and 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 trying to block people from entering the abortion clinic? That's what's against the law. If right. if that were even true, that that's what he was doing. What would the the penalty be for that well and and it can be extended if you have violence involved you can then be in in federal penitentiary for many years uh, so up to about 10 years or so as, as i recall uh, if there's no violence then you get to six months to up to 18 or, or thereabouts depending on whether it's first offense or multiple the the, the issue here though is that I mean, we have case law that supports us there at least for the altercation that that the folks have been discussing, there were no abortion patients around. It wasn't an issue of trying to keep somebody in or out of an abortion clinic. It's a matter of defending your 12-year-old child from a, a gentleman with a very foul mouth who was harassing him. Uh, so that's that really, we, we are confident in our defenses. And, and I would say, uh, Glenn, after Dobbs, there's still a question about whether FACE is even within the power of the Congress to enact based on uh, the fact that abortion is not a federal right anymore what's the basis to take you know regular altercations on a sidewalk somewhere in pennsylvania and bring federal charges over it why should the average american care about this well 
I don't know about you. I don't want to be dragged out of my house while I'm trying to enjoy my morning coffee by 20 heavily armed federal agents pointing, pointing guns at me and have my, my wife and kids have to watch that uh, all because I exercise my first amendment rights, or I just happen to step out of line. Uh, at this point, uh, it is a real, uh, this is a real issue that people, you know, it should wake us up. Uh, not just the overreach. Uh, I mean, bringing, bringing the lawsuit would be bad enough, or bringing the prosecution bad enough, but then executing the, cert, the, the arrest warrant the way they did, it, it, it should frighten all of us. Have you produced the letter yet that says, hey, we'll bring our client in, and would you be willing to uh, share that? Absolutely. Okay. I, I will, I will, uh, my, we will, we will send that to you right away. Okay. I'd like to, I'd like to see it. Cause that totally, that, that totally changes everything in my point of view. You know, it's, it's, uh, I, I think your client is in the right here, but you never know, give the benefit of the doubt. But if you said three months ago, we will produce our client, it's not a problem. Just let us know. Why would they have chosen this other than to intimidate and send a message to everybody? And that's that's the that's the issue. And again, the point is, if let's say let's say you believe them and my client was in the wrong, that's a matter for the local DA. It's not a federal case. It's certainly not a face violation. Nobody was stopped from having an abortion or what have you. The only reason to do this is to intimidate people of faith and pro-life Americans from exercising their rights. I wish you all the uh, best of luck and the best to your um, the best to your client, uh, the family. Uh, I, I can't even imagine what the kids are going through right now. But thank you, Peter. I appreciate it. God bless. Hey, thank you, Glenn. God bless you too. You bet. Um, keep this family um, and this uh, and this attorney in your prayers. Um, this has got to stop, and uh, I fear it's going to get uglier before it gets better. Uh, especially if Republicans don't show up and vote. If you don't vote, this kind of stuff is going to go crazy. Um, So please go out and vote. So do you remember the good old days when all you were really worried about uh, with a company was how good they were at providing you the right product for the right price? Well, um, we didn't have to worry about them trying to take apart the Constitution or tell us to stop being so white or whatever it is that's crazy now. Patriot Mobile is the phone company that shares your values and is not going to share your hard-earned money uh, to aid in the destruction of America or aid in abortions, which Verizon does. They'll give you the exact same nationwide service, all while supporting a company that loves America. They're going to give you an affordable plan. You're going to save money on one of their plans. You can find one that fits your budget. Excellent coverage, top-notch U.S.-based customer service, and they're in the fight with you, not against you. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or call 972-PATRIOT. 972-PATRIOT. It's PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Stay informed. Sign up for the free newsletter today at glennbeck.com. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. We're so glad that you have tuned in. Richard Grinnell is uh, joining us here in uh, just a second. 
you don't want to miss you don't want to miss him. He is um, he was the DNI, the da- director of national intelligence under Trump. Uh, he is a fascinating guy. Um, I, I just really like him. I want to talk to him about the FBI because he knows he knows what was happening in the deep state. He knows about justice. He was there. Uh, so we're going to ask him a little bit about that. And also, today is the day the National Archives has to reveal if Trump has documents. Um, they say that President Trump is, is still in possession of government records that he shouldn't have. Well, today's the day. What, what are they? What are they? They wouldn't miss a deadline. No, the National Archives? Not no. A, no. No. They, the government? Never. Never. Never, never. My understanding is when you don't do things on on the schedule of the uh, of the National Archives, they they come to your house with a bunch of officers. Really? So, oh yeah, I don't know. Really? That's going to happen this time. Probably not. Probably, yeah. Do you think the armed officers will go to the National Archives to get those answers? To get those answers. To demand yeah. those answers. This is if this is the deadline. Yeah, I think so. I think I think they 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 won't do that. Um, also, Richard Paul Evans joins us uh, today. Is an exciting day. It's the release of a new Michael Vay book. Uh, we'll tell you all about it coming up in just a second. It has been long, long waited and anticipated. It is out today. Richard Paul Evans joins us for that. Also, Beyond Meat. It's too woke for people. <laughs> its stock has gone down by 77% uh, because literally it's too woke. The Glenn Beck Program.